Okay, Bible and Daily Lifers, we are going through the book of Leviticus. And we've done a lot of background of how we got here in Leviticus, but here's what the book of Leviticus has been like. Uh, God is setting up a system for his people, and all of these things are going to point to Jesus Christ. And so we opened up Leviticus chapters 1 through 5, and we looked at the offerings. We looked at the burnt offerings, the complete offering, a voluntary offering like giving our life, and Jesus, the voluntary offering that gave his life. And we, we saw uh, the peace offering, we saw the fellowship offering, we saw the sin offering, we saw all of these offerings. So chapters 1 through 5, we saw offerings. After that, we went through priests and we said, people say, I don't need a priest. You do need a priest. You need a priest, someone in between you and God. And for us in the New Testament time, that's Jesus Christ. You see, they had these priests, and but these priests could never really adequately do what we wanted them to do because they themselves sinned. And so we saw the priests, and then we saw the rules of clean and unclean, and God is pure, and people are not. God is clean, and we're not. And he makes a distinction. So now we're actually into chapter 23, and there's some feasts and some festivals that we're supposed to be keeping. And there's seven of them. There are a lot of sevens show up in the Bible, and here's sevens. And so chapter 23 says, The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, these are my appointed festivals, the appointed festivals of the Lord, which you are to proclaim as sacred assemblies. The first one, of course, is the Sabbath. There are six days when you might work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath rest, a sacred assembly. You're not to do any work wherever you live. It's a Sabbath to the Lord. Sabbath day, now in the ancient world, everybody worked 367 days. Yeah, three, 300, 365, seven, right? So, they were working every single day, all year long. God comes along and gives them this Sabbath, and he gives them many, many other days off as well. He gives them these festival days. He gives them a whole year off every seven years. So he sets apart this time where people are just supposed to rest. What a great thing. Rhythm in life. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You know, have a rhythm in your life of rest and a time of seeking God and a time of being together. So that was the first one, the Sabbath. And these are the other ones. These are the appointed feasts to the Lord, verse 4. The sacred assemblies. The Lord's Passover. The Passover begins on twilight on the 14th day of the first month. So here's this festival, Passover. And Passover, they were to celebrate that. That was the time that God had brought them out of Egypt by the blood of the Lamb. They had been slaves for 400, well, they weren't slaves for 400 years. They were 400 years in Egypt. They were slaves, and God led them out of slavery by the blood of the Lamb and led them into new life, led them to the promised land, the Passover. And he said, when the avenging angel comes over, if I see the blood, I will pass over you. And so you can see the imagery forming of a cross, the Passover. They were to celebrate that every year, and they were to remember that the Lord had brought them out of slavery by the blood of the Lamb, the substitutionary death of the Lamb, the innocent Lamb dying for the guilty. Now, the next one, there's just one line right there. The Lord's Passover begins on the twilight on the 14th day of the month. The 15th day of the month is the festival of unleavened bread begins. And for seven days you must eat bread without yeast. So the next day begins this unleavened bread festival. So the Passover, 
and the unleavened bread, you know, you have seven or eight days there, right, of festival. And that begins um, following Passover. And in, in haste, the Israelites left Egypt, and they took their bread, and it was bread without yeast. And so uh, leaven represents sin and decay in the Bible. And so they were to celebrate this. And it also points to us about Jesus, the sinless sacrifice, the sinless Messiah, the one who has no mixture. And he is the Passover lamb. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's the lamb of lambs. He's the Passover. So now you have that feast. So you have the Sabbath you do all the time, and then you have the Passover that starts, tells you the day that it's supposed to start. And following directly after that, you have unleavened bread on the 15th day. On the, on the first day, hold the sacred assembly and do no regular work. For seven days, present, prevent, yeah, present a food offering to the Lord. And on the seventh day, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. So they have some worship services that are mixed in with that. So that's that. And now in verse 9, there's another one. It's the offering of the first fruits. And it says, speak to the Israelites and say to them, when you enter the land, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, and you reap its harvest, bring to the priest a sheave of the first grain of your harvest. He's to wave it before the Lord. And on that day that you wave it, you must offer a burnt offering to the Lord, a lamb, a year old without defect. And so this particular first fruits is one of the three harvest feasts. And it would be used to thank God, to, to, uh, to honor God. And the priests sacrificed the lambs on the 14th day of Nisan, the, uh, the first day of the, the, the Passover being the 15th. And then you have the feast of first fruits, right, that's celebrated on the third day, the 16th of Nisan. And the third day becomes the same day that Jesus resurrected from the dead. And so you have this representation of the harvest of souls that comes in. Then you have another one. Watch this. We'll, we'll keep going on here. We're all the way up to uh, uh, the Feast of uh, uh, Pentecost, right? The Feast of Weeks, I'm sorry. Um, from, from that day, verse 15, from the day after the Sabbath, the day you brought the sheave, count off 50 days up to the day of the seventh Sabbath and present a new offering to the Lord. For wherever you live, bring these two loaves and it tells you all of this stuff you're supposed to do. So this is the feast of Passover. So Passover, Pentecost. So you have Passover when Jesus delivers us. You have unleavened bread where we separate ourselves from that which is sinful and we have the perfect Savior. You have the first fruits which we're offering up to God in thanks. And then you have the feast of weeks, Pentecost, 50 days later. And it's a... Uh, first harvest grain festival and you bring it in and this is what happened on the day of Pentecost happened at that particular day and so you had the harvest of the souls you had the celebration of the souls the next one you have is what's called the feast of trumpets verse 23 say to the Israelites on the first day of the seventh month you're to have a day of Sabbath rest sacred assembly do no no work that will be the feast of trumpets and this is a declaration of God's people, really just to rest. That's all it's about, just rest. And then verse 26, the Day of Atonement, which we already looked at in uh, Leviticus. The tenth day is, is the seventh month, is a Day of Atonement. Hold a sacred assembly. Um, 
That's when we make restitution for wrongs. We have the lambs that are slain. The priest does one for himself, for his sins. Then he does one for the people. And then he does a scapegoat and sends them out. And then there's one more here. It's called the Feast of Tabernacles. That's in verse 33. And uh, that's where you have them all sort of living in these booths, in these temporary booths. And it really is a picture of the incarnation where John says in the first gospel, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word became flesh, and He dwelt among us for a while. He tabernacled among us for a little while. Just for a little while. So we have all of those feasts, we have all of those festivals that the Lord tells them to keep, and each one represents Jesus. Each one represents Jesus. Each one represents what He's done for us. Day of Atonement, Incarnation, Festival of Booths. There's uh, one more, the Sabbath year in 25, the year of the jubilee and what would happen is that if you had sold your property because you were poor everything would revert revert back to you the year of the jubilee all debts all property all everything went back to you and your family because the earth is the lord's in the fullness thereof he owns the land not the people god owns it and every every seventh seventh it would return back to the people so ha, 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 that was rough going through the book of Leviticus. And so, so we went through the offerings, we went through the priests, we went through the clean and the unclean, and then we did uh, the feasts and the festivals, and we'll be into the next book, Numbers, and a lot of this stuff, we'll start seeing it playing out as we go through these books of the Bible. So I think that was about the most difficult days that we had going through Leviticus. And so it will begin to coast a little bit. We'll get to some rough spots, but uh, we're going to get through it. The Bible, the whole Bible, and nothing but the Bible in a year. Love you guys.